0: Welcome to the Common Sense Connections app audio education series. We encourage you to listen carefully to the success and leadership principles discussed in this audio. They have enabled countless independent business owners just like you to build a successful business and have a full and balanced life. The, the sort of the cycle of generation uh, or, 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 or income generation a- activities that we do. I just want to go through that cycle really, really quickly. Okay. I'm going to arbitrarily talk. start out at the end of showing the plan, okay? And I'm going to assume that you've made an easy list with somebody and you've got a guy's name of his brother and his best friend and that you're going to book a meeting from a meeting. And then I'm going to start out by saying you use the most elemental and most duplicative phone call that you ever will have. And that is if you teach your prospect to call up his brother and just say, hey, bro, great, you're home i are going to swing by for a second. I want to run something by you, and I want you to meet a guy. That's the easiest of, of all calls. And if it's your brother or that guy that's a significant other, if you will, or, or you know your best friend, okay, people like that, you can get away with doing that. And that's how you get depth going, all right? Now, I want to refresh your memory here for a second. If I tell you I'm coming by for a second, how much time do I have? Al, you're brand new. If I'm coming by your house for a second, how much time do I actually have? Half hour. Okay, that's because you're really old. And, <laughs> no, the, you're right. Okay, somebody your age would say half an hour, but you take somebody who's really young, it's going to be 15 minutes, right? It, it, it gets quick, as attention span gets shorter and shorter. So you got 15 minutes when you go there, okay? So when I tell people, if we're really going over, let's just say I'm showing Al a business, okay? And let's say it's Andrea that made the phone call, okay? Significant other and all that. And we go, we go riding over there, okay, and, and, and we show up. I say these words before we go into his home. I say warm, sincere, friendly, and assertive. I said that in 1980. I'm still saying it today. I say those words to myself, all right? And then I remember that when I go through that door, all I'm trying to do is I, my number one goal is to become his friend, and my number two goal is to find out what would turn him on. That's it. Okay. I'm not there to show him the friend, uh, uh, plan. I'm there to make a friend. Now, if I go into his house to make uh, become uh, his friend, he senses it. He knows it. So even if he doesn't like me, he says, wow, this guy, he senses that I'm trying to become his friend. Okay. So now uh, the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to become a servant. So he's going to want me in the living room. I don't want the living room. That's where they used to have funerals. Right. But I, I, I want the kitchen. So what I'm going to do if he tries to get me in a corner like that, I say, hey, hey, Al, okay, if we use the kitchen table, it's easier for me to write. I've got to write, okay? And we go. I take charge, and we go sit at his table. Again, try to become his friend, and I'm going to take charge. If we're in a Panera Bread, I usually change the venue if the prospect got there first. I say, Al, this is a pretty loud spot. I could. Why don't we move over there to that corner table, okay? And so then the next thing I do, all right, I'm, I'm going to try to figure out what turns him on in life? And the way I do it is just talk, ask him questions. If it's a home, like this home right here, you come in, if you were showing me the business, how many how many indications of what I would like out of life you see in this room, right? So you'd look up there, and I, I don't know if you could see this, okay? But if you look up here, you'd see, oh, I, where'd you get that out? And then talk about elk hunting. Okay, and if this is Al's house, I'm saying, Al, where'd you get that? You get the, Oh, Idaho, yeah, I know what i talking about, Idaho. Now, as long as I'm talking to him about hunting or whatever he likes, fishing, or whatever I see around, you know, uh, his house, as long as I'm talking about those things, my 15 minutes haven't started yet. We're just talking about, you're doing the talking for Pete's sake, so how could you judge my 15 minutes, right? And so I'm going to engage you and, I'm, oh, what what caliber rifle is that? That's a nice looking rifle. Oh, okay. And we're going to just be talking about you and, and, and what have you, okay? Oftentimes it'll be a, uh, uh, you know, you'll be in the kitchen and you'll look up on the on the refrigerator and you'll see all of the grandkids or all of their kids' pictures. And you know it's a strong family unit. So you talk family issues and whatnot, okay? I, and, I, you know, it's a funny story. It goes way back one time. I went into to do a meeting and uh I always do this, I'm really good at it. I looked around the house and I tried to talk about all these things. There's ski magazines. Matter of fact, there were skis standing in the corner over there. And I'm trying to talk about skiing. The guy had no interest, no interest, no interest. And finally I got frustrated and I, I came right, I can't remember what I asked him, but I said, this house doesn't even feel like it's yours, <laughs> okay? And he said, well, it isn't. He said, I'm renting it. He was renting it furnished. All of the pictures and everything <laughs> were somebody else's, <laughs> okay? But, but that's a, that's a rare, rare deal, if you will. I'm sort of blindsided on that, okay? So the clock starts the minute I say, okay, and grab my piece of paper or, or my pad, uh, you know, to show the plan or my PowerPoint, whatever it is, when I grab that, and start talking, I've got 15 to 20 minutes. You could push it 20, but think about it. If we've already found out what he wants and we've already developed a, a, a friendship, uh, all of, most of that plan you could skip through. But I just wrote down a list of things that make a really good plan, okay? Number one, we've already talked about the most important thing, make a dream. Number two is why, the dream, okay? And you notice Joe, when he showed the plan, he talked about the dream before he started talking about the meeting, right? With Amy, if you saw that one. And then he talked about the dream during the plan. And then at the very end, what's he do? He comes back and talks about the, the dream again. That's the most important thing. So you just keep coming up with it over and over again. Now, at the leadership, just as soon as we're through here, okay, I'm going to be talking to the people that are here about a, a, a book that we read years and, years and years and years ago, okay, that obviously Joe has read as well. Okay, it was one called questions are the answer. And it talks about how to find out what people want out of life. Years ago, I had these cards made up. And on one side, you'll see the nine motivating, primary motivating factors. Okay. And then on the other side, you'll recognize Joe's questions that he was asking Amy are the five questions. So on on one side, you've got extra income, financial freedom, own your own business, more spare time, personal development, helping others, meeting new people, retirement, and leave a legacy. On page two, once you get somebody to pick one of them, they say, uh, you know, leave a legacy. Then you, the questions you want to commit to memory is, uh, what, what's your number one priority? What, why do you pick that one? Why is that important to you? Why are you, what are the consequences of you not having that opportunity? And why would you, why would that worry you? I have used that technique back when it was fresh and new to us. I used to use that. And I could remember having women crying, literally start bawling, <laughs> you know, whatever. You can't send the kids to school. What would be the, you know, right? Anyway, powerful thing. Uh, a great book. So that's number two. Why? Number three, okay? You have to show the support, the help they're going to get so they know they're in business for themselves, but not by themselves. And Joe does an incredible job there with the fulcrum and the lever and all of that, okay? Number four, people have to understand the logic of the business, where the money is coming from. Joe does that really well with the, the sneakers, $6 and $60 and all that kind of stuff. And where the income comes from, keeping it really, really simple. Somebody else is on here, keeping it really, really simple. Okay. talking about, just talk about the 5% that you get from the unit level business, et cetera. Uh, all right. And uh, I'm, I'll end up expanding that section of the plan a little bit. That's my my personality. Number five, products. You, you got to sell at least one product. People have to go away knowing that. One of them works and it works incredibly well. It could be Sleep Sense or whatever it is that you want to sell. In the old business, when I first became financially free, I sold them one product. We had tens of thousands of products. I only sold one. And the rest, they'd say, what else you got? I said, I don't know. Stop. Okay. You just can't get too involved. But, you, you know, anyway, the other thing that you have to show today, and Joe does as well, is you have to show that it's Amazon proof. You've got to show people that, and to be Amazon-proof, we have to have unique products that are unique to us. At, at, at this point in time, at least, the shipping cost has to be low. We can't show, uh, you know, ship, uh, uh, you know, energy drinks in liquid form in bottles. You can't compete with uh, Coca-Cola or Amazon if we're doing that kind of thing. That's why we do that thing. And if we have shipping weight, which is heavy like we do on mule uh, meal replacement shake. It's basically a loss leader to uh, build our network with. Okay. You have to be able to tell where we're going in the future product wise. We know where we're going. Okay. We want to get our compensated community big enough so that we can have any way money products. We can start adding anything and we'll start having warehouses all across the fruited plane. We've partially done this. We know where we're going here. Number six, you have to show our, where our blue ocean, uh, uncontested space is, okay? And that all involves a master strategy, depth, uh, so that people know they're gonna sponsor 15 to 20 people in their lifetime, not 200 or 400. Anytime people think they have to do that classic network marketing thing, go out and sponsor two or three or 400, you're only gonna be getting two or 3% of the population that would ever even try that, okay? And then the That one of the things you have to convince people of is that we're committed to having low overhead in our company so that all of those revenues, okay, that Joe talks about can continue to go straight to the the people in the field, if you will. Okay. Number seven, this is the one that Joe didn't do because he was talking to Amy just, you know, in a a casual setting. But the number one thing people forget to do is say don't book the next event. Now think about this. The average person's going through life that one day they're up a little bit, next day they're down a little bit, next day they're up a little bit, then next day they're down a bit. They go through like that, and all of a sudden, you come into their life, and you say, look, you could be financially free. So all of a sudden, they go from up a little bit, down a little bit, to way up here, a great bit. And they get their hopes up. And all of a sudden, you're at the end of the plan. It's your opportunity to say, okay, let's book a meeting with your brother. There's never a better chance than right there at that exact second that you'll ever get that meeting booked. But here's what lazy people do. And I'm one of them. We tend to, oh, we'll get back to you tomorrow. After every course, every high is a corresponding low. You wait until the next night and get back to him. He's lower than a whale dung. And you're trying to book a meeting with him. Okay. <laughs> So what I'm encouraging you to do is what I call it the flinch test. Okay. I copied that from somebody years ago, but I forgot who even had it. What you do is you come out and you start going through the list of things that you'd like to have them do. Number one, you want to do okay. Is you want them. Joe did this. Well, what is it that you really would like to have? Okay. What that dream? Number two, who is it that we could get this uh, business in front of really quickly? Do you have a brother? Do you have a brother you can still beat up, etc.? You know, start making an easy list, all right? Keep moving. Go into the good list. If you can, if the guy's excited enough and you get down into categorized list, do it, all right? And then try to book the easy mean to go see the brother or go see the his best friend or his mom or whatever it is, all right? Make that call right then, all right? Now, if you fail and do all of that, your follow-up, backup position is the follow-up. Get back with them. If you don't, there's no, there was no sense, and you haven't even gone there that night. Couple of principles on the business, and then I'm done. Okay, one, if you're ever going to have explosions, they're going to come from categorized lists. And I know a lot of new people out there. I just want to tell you what that is. If I were, to- hey Al, I don't know you very well. Background, Do you play sports in high school? Yeah. What? Hockey. Hockey. So what I would do with somebody like uh, Al, I'd say hockey. On that hockey team way back when, I know that was 110 years ago, Al, okay? (laughs) Actually, Al's a lot younger than I am. But on that hockey team, who was the the guy that was most influential of all the kids that played on that team? Ah, Richie Dunn. Richie Dunn. (laughs) Here's the deal. We're going to go find him, okay? And we're going to go show Richie Dunn this business. You know why? Because if Richie Dunn gets involved in this business, all of a sudden, we can have a domino effect and get a whole bunch of those people. Yeah, I've had times when I was talking to a guy that owned a company where he had 150 employees. What's the natural question? Who does everybody look up to in this factory? Okay, uh, Billy Bob, right? Let's go talk to Billy Bob. We got Billy Bob. We get an explosion. Why do I do that? Because over the years, I've studied my own business and every explosion that we've ever had. Gary Libby, who's on here, we went from a handful of people, I mean a handful of people, 15, 20 people coming to a seminar, uh, uh, within a year we were at thousands, okay? How do you do that? It's always stumbled onto a categorized list. You found a couple of people that were really influential in Gary's case in Firestone, whatever, and and, and if you can master doing that, you only have to get two of those and you're financially free, right? One in each channel and you're off the races, okay? The, uh, the other thing is your posture and your friendship should start early. It should start right back even in your phone call. That's why the only phone calls I will ever make, if I'm going to call up, uh, what was that guy's name again? Richie. Richie. If I'm going to call up Richie, the phone call is going like this. Hey, Richie. Okay, this is Al. The reason I'm calling you, man, is back when we were playing hockey together, everybody – Looked up to you. You're the you're the guy that everybody uh, you know wanted to be with, and that's exactly the kind of person we're looking for, aren't we? Making a friendship there, yeah. okay? And then always always keep your posture. Your posture should be in every phone call, except okay. when it's your brother. You don't just we're coming over, both okay? But uh, what? It, but when it's Richie, okay? You're always add one one sentence at the end of every call. Hey, Richie, I can't promise you anything, but I don't care what you put after the but, but just by taking it away a little, telling him that you love him, man, you think he's got tremendous potential, now take it away a little bit, you've got a meeting that's not going to cancel. And when you get there, the, uh, the post- your posture, and your, it, it, you're, you're ready for a good meeting, okay? So always start the posture and the friendship and all that early on. Now, now for that, okay, moving right along. Brian Pombo, as Brian Pombo uh, uh, often does, huh? I came up with a book, okay, that I think is a, a game changer for 80% of the people watching this tonight, all right? And uh, the name of the book is The Consistency Chain uh, for Network Marketing. The Consistency Chain for Network Marketing. Yeah, a guy named Campbell, who was a, 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 a stand-up comedian, was one of the authors, and he's one of the, the, the 80% that could never succeed at anything, okay? And he uh, teamed up to write this book with a guy named Packard from Maine, I believe Damascata, Maine, okay? Who became a multi-kazillionaire in this industry, network marketing industry, and they wrote this book, okay? He would be one of the 20%. Now, there's an 80-20 rule. I don't want to get in and describe the whole book. I want you to read the book. But basically it says 20% of the people out there are self-starters. You get them motivated, they can go. Okay. 80% out there, you can get them motivated, and the motivation lasts a few days and they're lower again than whale well down. Right. And they just never develop, they procrastinate. They're like us. I'm one of them. I'm not sitting here hiding. Okay. But they're they're doomed to failure, period. Unless, okay, and that's what this book is all about. All right. This uh uh, you know, historically in the business, what I learned to do over the years was accept the, the, the 80-20 rule. But what we did, we had this master strategy which helped reduce the impact of that. We would build depth. And if you could get momentum going down in depth under the, the 80%, many of them would float to the top momentum is a permanent kind of motivator. And it, it really, really is, okay? It would carry many of the 80% at the top. This book is sort of a combination of the compound effect, which is probably my favorite book of all time, and many habits. And it specifically talks about this industry, which makes it even cooler, okay? And basically, it's how the 80% can develop a chain that will lead them to success without momentum. I hope that makes sense. Read the book. If you're confused, it's not because I'm doing a poor job of explaining it. It's because you have... a you're doing a poor job of listening. And (laughs) anyway, the the, the basic, the basic principle, guys, is this, okay? The the book talks about you just simply committing to a two-day run. And as it says in the book, one of those days has to be today. And then the next, you take a calendar okay and you put an x through today because you did that little thing whatever it was one push-up x okay then tomorrow you did it again x now you've got a chain going okay and it talks about how you can get that chain going next thing you know you're just trying to keep the chain going and you develop the habits and all that but anyway it's a great 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 book okay so i encourage you to uh I, i insist you go read it okay all right now a couple of examples that used the book that I particularly like. One is the comedian came up with the fact he obviously knew, knew who, who Jerry Seinfeld was and talks about Jerry Seinfeld not being a good natural comedian. But what Jerry Seinfeld did way back when is he went out and got a chain going where every day he would come up with one new joke, one new joke, one new joke. And that developed into such a solid chain that he just kept doing that. The next thing you know, move ahead a number of years, he sold the right to those jokes that he wrote over the years for $800 million, okay? And then went out and started to do it all over again. And as the guy said in the book, he sucked again. But he was back in the trenches coming up with one new joke a day, okay? Okay. Another story, and I love to tell this anytime there's anybody from Ohio on here, okay? And they use the story of the 2017 uh, New England Patriots, okay? Super Bowl. They're down by 25 points at the half. The biggest recovery anybody had ever made in the Super Bowl was 10 points. And it talked about what the wired mics, there were six of the Patriots that had wires on so you could hear their conversation. None of them talked about the whole game. None of them said we have to win the game. Nobody says we got to get, you know, 26 points as half. All of them said one thing and one thing only, okay? Hey, guys, it's one play at a time. It's one play at a time. Just this play. Focus, focus, focus. And they end up coming out and winning the game. Same idea, okay? There's a, uh, you know, I, you've heard me talk about it a million, million times about how I get into working out. Back years and years ago, I was smoking four packs of cigarettes a day, told you I'm shake. I did not. I, I I was a procrastinator. No way I was going to go to the gym and do that. But I could go out and walk one block. I walked around the block there on Green Street one time a day, and then pretty soon I came two blocks. But I got the habit down. Then I started doing push up. One push up. One push up. Just get the habit down. And basically that this book talks about how to do that. Uh, okay, when you're uh, to, in order to to get yourself going, and then ultimately. Create momentum. But remember, true story, momentum motivates, motivation is short term. That that makes sense. It's true, regardless. Okay. Talk about two of my mentors, real quick. Like, okay. One was a a mentor, one of my earliest mentors in the business. And he was at a plateau in the business. He'd become a multi, multi millionaire. I don't know, not a billionaire, but he was hugely rich. And he was going through life, and uh, life was good. And all of a sudden, uh, his son was a world-class back. This is early days of of, of motocross, right? Off-road. And his son got killed in a national competition. And when he did, my mentor just gave up on life because he he, he had nothing. He had no motivation going. Another story I want to talk is a guy that I personally worked with out of California, all right? And he uh, had the same thing happen to him, except he had momentum going. He had all this momentum going when his daughter, and I'll have to admit, she was the most gorgeous woman I've ever seen, probably 23 years of age, had a brand new baby. She was driving out in the backcountry road one night, went off the road. She got killed. The baby didn't, uh, baby lived. Okay. And I'm thinking, uh uh-oh, he's going to disappear, man. He's going to go off. He's going to lose it. I called him up and I said, look, I'm coming out. I'll, I'm going to keep your business alive while you do whatever you got to do. And he said, you don't have to come out. He said, I'm, I'm in the trenches, man. Well, motivation uh, motivation is short term, okay? But when you get momentum, momentum is deep and, and it's long term, okay? Now, here's my challenge to you, okay? Forgive me for going a little over a little bit. Read the book, first of all, okay? It's for everybody. If you're a self-starter, you need to read it to, to, to empathize with people like us. And you need to read it just so you know how important it is to have that out there for people like us. Number two, this is going to be weird. I'm going to challenge you to listen to uh, Joe's audio on how to show this plan a hundred times. A hundred times. Now, you heard it right, okay? Uh, create a change. Just do that one thing. That one thing could going to do a whole thing. Now it's got to start tonight. You say, well, I don't have tonight. I mean, like Al's going to be driving two hours to get home. All right. I didn't say you had to be awake to hear it. I listened to that that audio 31 times the last two weeks, I believe. Okay, I've actually keep track over there and ask Debbie every time I have a nap. I listen to it. Okay, not Joe. Just because you put me to sleep, man. He's <laughs> on here. I, 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 so I'm, yeah, that's a joke. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I take sleep sets when I want to go to sleep. Joe. But no, when you when you listen to it while you're sleeping, your subconscious hears it. That's right. All right. And, and, and you, so I tell people, please don't don't listen. Just play, play it. Don't listen to it. Okay. And and, and so anyway, you do that over and over again. What's the result of it? Every time you hear it, you re-sponsored yourself, so you lift yourself up a little bit. That's good, okay. But over a period of time, your subconscious learns how to show the plan for you. Sorry. Now, when you're showing the plan next, uh, you know uh, next month you're out showing the plan. Somebody and some some interruption happens. The, you know the Zoom goes down, or somebody comes into the restaurant and screams and hollers, and everybody stops. You don't have to worry about picking it up again. It's your subconscious showing the plan anyway. Okay. And so it's just really a hugely important thing. I I know I tell everybody to have their elevator talk and be able to repeat it. If somebody wakes you up in the middle of the night, two o'clock in the morning, they shake you and they say, Tyler, what do you do for a living? I could do that. I've got it. My, my subconscious has got it. I set people up business for themselves. If they make a predetermined amount of money, I take commission. I a not waste my time enough. I, I know exactly what I'm going to say. Okay. Same thing with the plan. Get it and be part of you. Okay. Now, After you've done 10 to 20 of these plans, all right, and you want to go out and start uh, practicing on some people, don't go to your best prospect, okay? For many of you, like here in the room, you've got people that were involved with you uh, that aren't active, that aren't here tonight, all right? Call them up and say, hey, I need some practice, and I don't want to waste a good prospect. I know you don't have any interest in anything. I'm going to come. I just need you to sit there, and I'm going to... Uh, a practice showing a business to you, okay? They'll say, okay, right? Yeah. Anyway, you'll be, they'll get reactivated. So anyway, lastly, okay, uh, I've got a couple of goals I got to get off here, okay? As a minimum, every one of you should plan on being with us in 23 months on motorcycling across Europe. I promise you that'll be the best trip of your life. I promise you, okay? There's uh, that that more excitement and motivation in that trip that's pick picking from the highlights of tyler and debbie's travels around the world right debbie okay we are doing the hottest and coolest stuff there and for those of you that haven't heard me you can use cars or ferraris or uh, whatever okay as i said it could be a, a you know a, a, anyway moving on okay that will set you up and become financially free in two to five years Now, we say financially free, assuming that you keep your health, that means that little blue or that green thing in between those three circles that Joe's talking about, health, wealth, and time, that means you accomplish that and you get there. And once you get there, okay, you're going to do something, I guarantee you will fall in love with freedom and you will be scared to death of ever, ever losing freedom ever again. And all of a sudden, you will be aware of what the federal government and what big tech is doing that could possibly destroy those freedoms for you. Now, in closing, I'm going to close with my new favorite saying. It's some kind of a talk show, not a talk show host. He's a host on TV. And I'm not even sure who he is. But this he closes his meeting every night or his show every night with this. Saying, and I love it because it says what we should be thinking and should do. He said, Be lovers of freedom and enjoy the fray. Having said that, God bless. Have a great night, guys. This audio series was created to help you with personal development, professional development, and gaining the skills to build a sustainable business. While certainly no one can guarantee success, it is our hope that the principles and ideas discussed here will enable you to experience the thrill of accomplishment and offer your life greater significance and enjoyment. This is a copyrighted program, the purchase of the program is optional, and any unauthorized reproduction or a broadcast of this digital media without express written consent is strictly prohibited. All rights are reserved.